Merry Christmas. Are you ready to riot for the kingdom? Welcome to episode 24 of Let's Riot. I'm your host, Shannon Gressley. Let's Write is a podcast produced by The Bud Co. where we create space to learn about and practice heavenly rhythms for our everyday and get real about hard questions we face as God's people. To find out more about The Bud Co., just check us out on Instagram at The Bud Co. or online at thebudco.org. Well, we've made it to our final listening prayer of our Advent series. It is bittersweet. I have loved doing these with you guys. I have loved the Advent series. yet. Tomorrow's Christmas and the waiting is over. And I am so excited to give you this last guided prayer where we are going to dive into what the joy of the Lord is. If you haven't listened to our other guided prayers, I encourage you to do that. They are a great way to take 15 minutes and just center our hearts on what Jesus is trying to tell us in this Advent season. This Advent series has been sweet. We have looked back at the Old Testament and how God's people were asked to wait for him and how they did wait and how they received the promise of Jesus. And we've looked forwards to the book of Revelation and seen what is to come and have prepared our hearts to be expectant of God's promise. We have asked our hearts to realize that our reality is that Jesus is coming back. And we have wrestled with what that means for us in our everyday. So today we are going to focus on the joy of the Lord and realize that is our reality too. And that it's not a call to just suck it up. Take a deep breath. Jesus doesn't ask us to suck it up. And so if you've not listened to our other listening prayers, I encourage you to. They are a sweet way to take 15 minutes and just center ourselves on what Jesus has for us in this Advent series. And if you're not familiar with listening prayer, it may challenge you a little bit, but I encourage you to keep going. And if this isn't for you, that's great. No worries. But listening prayer declares that Jesus uses our imagination and sanctifies our mind and our emotions and our imagination to bring us closer to his heart. Henry Nguyen calls all prayer listening to the voice of the one who calls us beloved, and that is what we're doing. We're declaring that God does speak to us and that it's a whole lot less complicated than we want to make it. And so if the idea that God speaks to us is a little foreign to you, good news, we have a podcast that unpacks that. But here's some guidelines. When God speaks, it never contradicts the Bible. When God speaks, it's often quick and sweet. When God speaks, it's encouraging and builds us up. And if you hear something that you're not really sure if it was from God or not, then take it to community. That's what they're there for. But when we say we're listening to the voice of God, that does not always mean it's an audible voice. Sometimes it's a feeling, a picture, a word. 
and it's not going to be the same for everyone. Praise Jesus. So take a minute, remove any distractions, get to a quiet place, turn off the music, escape the Christmas madness, and take a deep breath. You might want to close your eyes. You might want to just sit and listen. But Jesus, would you remind us of a specific circumstance from this year that weighed on our hearts? Would you protect our hearts, but allow us to remember what it was like to be in the midst of it? or even in the heaviness of it now, at this very moment. Sit with Jesus for a moment, and together, turn the situation over in your hands. Searching it from new perspectives. What are you believing about the situation? What are you believing for the situation? Now imagine your everyday routine. What is it like? Where do you go? How do you feel day to day? How does routine fit with the, oh, sorry, Jack, I'm gonna say that. How does this routine fit with what Jesus reminded you of earlier? How do you carry hardship in this routine? Continue running through your routine. Sorry, Jack, I'm gonna say that again. Continue running through your routine day after day. How do you feel? How are you carrying the weight of the situation? You're running through your everyday, almost as if it was on a loop, when suddenly you come to a halt. Jesus is standing before you, smiling, What's your gut reaction? How do you respond? Jesus runs towards you and tells you that he has something to give you. 
You meekly ask what it is. He wraps you in his arms and whispers, joy. How do you respond? How will you receive it? Jesus takes you by the hand and leads you back into the heart of your heavy situation. How do you walk with him? What are you thinking? Do you want to close your eyes? Do you want to run away? Are you pressing into Jesus? Yet when you get to the heart of the situation, you open your eyes and with new perspective, you see the battle of heaven in action. The spirit of depression, anxiety, panic, sickness, division, death, and brokenness on the front lines with angel armies. They're battling for you. As Jesus steps into the battle, those spirits fall to the ground. Their faces buried in the dirt. Jesus smiles and turns towards you, his hand outreached. You walk toward him and the battle wavers, the spirits coward. What are you thinking? What are you looking at? Jesus gives a deep belly laugh. He looks down at you and tells you, this is my joy. The battle is overcome. Jesus, we confess that the Christmas season may be marked by joy, but this joy that the angels revealed to the shepherds was more than a happy mood, but rather an invitation to a choice, to trust that God will fulfill his promise and that he is at this very moment the joy of God has always been his people's strength from days of wandering and slavery and war. The choice of the people to trust God and believe that he did not only not forget his promises, but was actively working them out for their good, sustained them. We see over and over again that joy is an attitude we adopt not because of our circumstance, but because of the deep knowledge of God's love. However, to have joy, we must first rewire our mindset. 
God, rewire our mindset of this world from scarce to abundant so that we can fully understand the love you have for us. Because joy is found in adopting your mindset and is not determined by our struggles, but by our future destiny, because our future destiny is secure in your promise. It is the fullness of joy to be in your presence forever, God. This is a truth that the early church knew well. Jesus, you sent out your disciples to declare the joy of the gospel, and in doing so, they were severely persecuted, jailed, and executed. Yet, even they were known for their joy because it was yours. Jesus, thank you that this is not a call to suck it up because we have it so much better than they did. It's simply pointing to your face and confessing that when we really believe that you have overcome, joy becomes reasonable even in the darkest of times. Joy does not suppress our sufferings. It is a fruit of walking through sufferings with you. There is a reason joy is one of your fruits. When we acknowledge our pain, we also declare that we believe our loss and hardship do not have the final word, but you do. And we give you even more glory. When we invite you into our confusion and sorrow and trust that you are there breaking out your promise, that is when joy becomes our reality. That is when we can choose to wait in joyful anticipation for a destiny that has already been promised to us. That is when we join in declaring the joy of the gospel good news of great joy for all people. Thank you, Jesus. Merry Christmas.